You ever listen to our podcast and you're wondering, shit, what do those guys look like? Oh, oh it's us. And not only are we here. We're there. <laughs> I was going to say we got mints. Oh, we got mints. We got mints. Got it's it. a celebration. Yep, our sonic mints. Get, get it right in the mic. Get it right in the mic. Mm. I want to. Yep. Uh, this, that's that's these, immediately terrible. These, <laughs> these mints are brought to you by Sonic the Hedgehog. Very chalky. I can't get mine open. Because you're a fucking retard, huh? What do you want from me? That kind of hurts my feelings. That's fine. All right. Um, as long as we're on the same. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I wasn't going to say much. Oh. There you go. Ah. Hey. Dude, mine immediately. Mine tastes like shit. Mine immediately broke. There's no <laughs> substance here. What is holding this? In the, it's like it's like eating a stick of chalk. Ah. Yeah. I'm going to throw up. Ew, juice came out. <laughs> Where's my water? Oh, fuck. What? It's <laughs> empty. Oh, you fucker. Oh, that's right. They can see us now. I know. I can't, like, do things. I know. We can't Dude. jerk each other off. Yeah. Every episode before this one, we were just jerking each other yeah, off. I were, we were we were just doing opening bits while we were giving each other hand jobs. Yeah. The, the bit was a hand job. We just kept giving each other hand jobs. Do you, do you want to do a podcast? <laughs> do you want to give not? me a hand job? Do you want to do a podcast? I kind of want a hand job. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> do you want to do a podcast yeah that's in video why, format in this video time? format oh my god let's, let's knock do this it. fucker out All right, I'm I'm really worried about this week. I well, let me introduce it. All right. Well, you know what? No, I'm worried too because I'm so worried because usually we do movies that we know are going to be fucking stinkers, but this one phenomenal. Well, we'll let you guys try to guess, even though it's in the title that you picked. Um, <laughs> what? We did a movie that swept the Oscars with eleven nominations and seven wins, including Best Picture. Uh, we are doing everything. Everywhere, all at once. Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah, usually, yeah. I don't. Usually, you know what? The Oscars just happened last Sunday. You were in Boston, and I didn't watch them. Yeah, my so, bad, folks. My bad. Yeah, we were absent last week. It was our schedules did not line up. Not at all. Um, but we're here now, and yeah, usually I don't really think it's for us to go for these. Oscar movies, but you know, they in just honor happen. of the Oscars, in honor of the Oscars, was that the Oscars? Yeah, I get them all mixed up. Yeah, they're all you know, was the other one, the Emmys, the Emmys, the Golden Globes, BAFTA. What about the Tonys? The Tonys, the I Tony Apadoodles. <laughs> listen, T, listen, uh, that's <laughs> it's just a bunch of guineas giving out awards. Yeah. Oh, the best A O yeah. award goes to the best, Benny. the best vowel goes to Tony, the best <laughs> vowel goes to. Oh yeah, right. They got they got a Tony just for each vowels. The best 
Vincenzo. Is A the letter A or is it E H? <laughs> that sounds more that, Canadian. Who, who does that? Who does that go to? Yeah, that's the the, the nominees are the letter A. E I would love to say and O. Here are our nominees for the letter O. O. And then you got the quick O. <laughs> o? Yeah. <laughs> me? Me? Oh, moi? Oh. What are the other types of O? Is it O? And then there's O. And then you got. You know who wasn't invited? Oh. <laughs> Get that pervert out Get of here. Per- He's at the Pornhub Awards. Yeah. Oh. He's at the Adult Film Awards. Oh. Get that fucking pervert out of this theater. Get that sweaty fucking Neanderthal out of here. <laughs> that sweaty fucking guinea out of here. <laughs> Tank top's you, already wet. You get that greasy fucking guinea out of my face right now. Get that grease monkey out of here. Oh, fuck. Uh, anyway, so we did everything everywhere all at once. Let me get my notes. I got my notes ready. I'm so worried because it was so notes. good, and I don't know if we can be funny if the movie's yeah, good. That, yeah, well, because here's the thing. I know critically, oh, you know. Oh, it, sorry. I accidentally turned to my MVP page. Oh, God. Don't, no, if you no, guys no. haven't watched the last episode, MVP was a killer movie. It wasn't. We also filmed an intro for it. Well, so we filmed yesterday an intro for this episode, and we thought it was fucking hilarious at the time. It is not fucking hilarious. It's not. We just listened to it before this. It was terrible. The audio I can play was awful. It. I can play it right now. I don't want to listen. You want to play it? I, no. We got a lot to dissect that, th- This here. is for our Patreons. If you can <laughs> donate on Patreon, we'll, we'll release it. It'll be tier two. I need, to get, I need to set up a Patreon for us. I'm just going to kill myself, I think. I, I mean, well, it's turned into a one-man show. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, I'll be watching from hell, buddy. Um, that was so sad. <laughs> just looking up, man, he's really killing it up there. <laughs> he is fucking killing it. Holy shit, is he at the Tony Awards? <laughs> oh, let's um, go, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's jump in. So again, we never really aim to do these like Oscar movies, and critically, I know it won seven awards. It won Best Picture, Best Screenplay, Best Director. Uh, the three lead actors all got Oscars. It won for Best Editing, which I definitely think it deserved. Um, the kid from Indiana Jones. Yeah, that kid from the Goonies was that in it. That kid from the Indiana yeah. Jones. He Mr. Got Jones. A, he's got an Oscar now. Round Eye. Good for... That was his name in Indiana Jones. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Whoa. Round Eye. Oh, fuck, we're getting canceled. That was his name in Indiana. I'm a big Indiana Jones. Can we, uh, real quick... This is, we're never going to start this. What? We're what just really want? stalling. What do you want? I'm so sick of comedians complaining about getting canceled. It's such a tired joke. I know. It's like, they don't want me oh, to make oh, jokes. Now this I'm gonna, my job. Now I'm going to get canceled. Yeah, it's like, you know how you don't get canceled? Just stop fucking talking about it. <laughs> stop being racist. Yeah, yeah, stop being racist. <laughs> and that's coming from us. Yeah. <laughs> Check like, out our You People it, episode where we take on the blacks and the Jews. Dude, <laughs> episode But it's one. like comedians like, yeah, so these fucking Japs, right? And they're like, <laughs> they didn't like it. <laughs> Dude, the Japs didn't like my yeah. Jap jokes. Dude, I, I can't wait for like someone from like the Gambino family to like DM me on Instagram. I didn't like that. I didn't, vowel. I didn't like the. I didn't like those Tony Awards. I didn't like the Tony Awards because yeah. I didn't win. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna go break your legs, fucko. I got. I got a mean. Oh, yeah. I got the bezzy. He just types it. Oh, he attaches a little audio file. <laughs> Check this out. Hey, yeah, but I can't hear it because I'm at work. I'm like, that the fuck? Yeah. Hey, what the fuck is that? Um. So anyway, I was. Uh, let's get into it. Yeah. The, 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 shut the fuck up. What? Um, 
I was a little apprehensive at first. Yeah. That intro too. was nerve-wracking. Like, is that the right word? I said that it was like opening mayhem. Yeah, yeah. And I was a little nervous because it was like an Asian family running a laundromat. And That's first, why you were nervous? And no. <laughs> oh, fuck. Those, those, They're doing laundry? Those fucking Japs, man. They trigger yeah. my PTSD. <laughs> no, but I was more of like in the sense where I'm like, really? We're going down this route? I'm like, uh, Asian. You know, I was just kind of like, all right. But uh, I liked it. was like kind of chaotic. There, it was like congestion, but... I wasn't too overwhelmed. Yeah. It, uh, I liked where it was going, and I got a feel for these characters immediately. The movie in general, uh, I felt like, was waterboarding me the whole time. Yeah. But in a really, like, in a, in a nice way. Like, a nice, like, they put some lemon in the water before they yeah. boarded me with it. Yeah. I mean, one of my things here was that I was uh, I was confused a lot, but I was never <laughs> too confused where I lost interest. Charlie, you're always confused a lot. That's just your state of being. Ow. <laughs> your brain is soaked. I gotta go home. Uh, no. Why don't you crack open that brain and show the viewers uh, how wet it is. Okay. Just, I should just cut to like a pool. <laughs> a pool of water. Okay. Niagara Falls. Yeah, wet brain. Look it up. This is a serious condition, folks. No, but um, but you're right. This opening, uh, this intro, it opens up with this uh, Asian family running a laundromat. They live in the laundromat, but like you think it's a door to like their back office, but then it's like their house. Yeah, I thought it was funny that they had like a doorbell that like rang from customer support, like up to where they were. Like a buzzer goes off, and mom's like customers, and she yeah. just walks down the stairs. Yeah, right. Here go. They're here. Um. So, yeah, and now, so the mom, the main characters, she's mainly running the show here. The husband is immediately looking at divorce papers, and you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> but he's also making cookies, so you're like. And noodles. Who? Yeah. Uh, the daughters. The are from grandpa. The the cookies were for the IRS. Yeah, the cookies were for the <laughs> which we're going to dive into. Uh, and then there was the lesbian daughter, because, you know, they had to sprinkle that in there. Um you know what? This is like, I think three- it was a huge plot point. They didn't sprinkle it in. Well, I thought they did in the beginning. We're, we're two minutes in here. Well, her girlfriend pre- had like half a shaved head. I'm like, this is our lesbian daughter. This is our token gay. Yeah, right. <laughs> gay. <laughs> so we'll get the, we'll circle back to that. So yeah. Um. So they're running their laundromat. Obviously, we can see that things are tight, uh, financially. And then they go to an appointment they have with the IRS with an IRS agent played by Jamie Lee Curtis. And I think throughout this whole movie, we just kept saying, not Jamie. Oh, she got her ass kicked. In every fucking this is scene, the, this is the, she got her ass and her hot dog fingers. <laughs> she just got her ass kicked and her fingers licked. I like that. Um her character can just be summed up with the word unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole like yeah. she's like a minor antagonist, but you're kind you kind of feel bad for her the whole time. At least yeah. I did. Because she's like I'm trying to do my job, look at my butt plugs. <laughs> yeah, like, she know. had these awards. And she's she's auditor a auditor of the year. She's a real hard ass. Yeah. But like at the same time, she's like a pathetic hard ass. Like yeah. she's working in this like yeah, she's she's one of many. Yeah, she, she, she's got a wrist cast. She's an IRS agent. Yeah. She gets knocked, punched in the face. Yeah, but also she does have, it's a very serious job too. So it's like, yeah, she busts her ass because like, you know, there are people that are committing fraud all the time. So it's like, you're kind of working with the law here, kind of. So like, 
I get it that she's a hard ass. Um, and I, I had originally thought she was like the antagonist. She was a minor antagonist. Yeah, I think it was more but, of like the example of the world that we were kind of. Yeah, it. So it's going to be really hard to talk about this movie because yeah, it gets it was, kind of abstract. Yeah, don't. It say, gets it gets a yeah, little movie, all over the place. I also want to just say to, to point out that I fucking loved it. By the way. Yeah, it was phenomenal. I fucking loved it. And it feels kind of refreshing to talk about that. <laughs> a movie we actually like. Well, you didn't like not, talking about MVP. You didn't like watching a chimp skateboard with Bobby Burnquist. You didn't, you didn't like watching a Vietnam veteran chimp have PTSD <laughs> flashbacks for an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, so anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so they're in the elevator on their way to the appointment, and the husband just fucking... Like, oh, fucking, the, I think... This is my favorite. One of my favorite parts of the movie was just how absolutely zero help it gave you into understanding what the fuck was going on. Yeah. It just, like... Hell bagel. (laughs) At first, like, the first time you ever see something kind of weird is going on is on, like, a security CCTV footage. Yeah. Uh, And, like, in their apartment, they have the security camera, like, on a TV in the corner of their room. And she's talking, doing something, and in the background, you can see the husband who's helping a customer is now just doing parkour. He, yeah, he just like buzzes, bugs out, and then just parkours around the laundry, yeah. and no one notices, but like the audience, and you're like, we Charlie looked at each other like, did you, did you see that? Yeah, did, <laughs> did you see that? That just fucking that was weird. Is it because he's Asian? Yeah, is that what we're doing? Oh god! Can you imagine this movie just like, was like an. Like two hours of just racist Asian like stereotypes. Oh god, no! <laughs> the intro was it was hitting some points. Everything Asian, all of <laughs> everything. <laughs> they moonlight at a Chinese food restaurant. <laughs> yeah, run by the mob. Yeah, right. It's in there too. It's a bunch of guineas making noodles. It's if it was uh, if it was directed by Clint Eastwood, it would have just been. Two hours of racist stereotypes. Followed by Clint Eastwood's heavy breathing. Just, <laughs> yeah. We should stack gooks like you like sandbags. That bitch hates me. <sighs> Time to crack open a PBR. <sighs> I love that. How he, Grand Torino. Grand Torino just keeps cracking open PBRs. Like, America's beer. Uh, oh, God, shut up. in Korea. <laughs> <sighs> Never come across someone you shouldn't have fucked with. That's me. And he just like spits. <laughs> yeah, he spit, so much tobacco at these his guys. Dip. He's like, you ever, he's got like his fingers like. <laughs> you ever run it? You ever uh, dementia? <laughs> you ever just? Uh, you ever just forget? <laughs> you ever go to confront my, a bunch of black guys and you just come? <laughs> shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> So that was actually one of the multiverses in his pants while being incredibly racist. Yeah. You fucking gook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they hate the blacks. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so yeah, so they're in the elevator going to the IRS meeting their appointment and the husband does this like he like powers back on and he's it was like, like he was a sleeper agent he kept waking up yeah and, and th- that's what i thought was happening at first i was like shit is this like north korea yeah <laughs> and, he was, and he he basically told her like 
to sum it up, he was like, you know, you're you're part of something. There's a multiverse. Do exactly as I say. This, this, and that. And I thought it was going to be really complicated, but the directing style of this was phenomenal, and it was actually kind of easy to follow. Like, yeah, yeah it got really fucking weird, it was, but I could follow it. It was confusing least. where it was supposed to be confusing. Yeah. Like, at first, it reveals it later, but the, the husband just starts eating chapstick. Yeah. And he, he pulls the gum off the bottom of a desk and pops it in his mouth and starts, and we're sitting there like, why the fuck does he keep doing yeah. this? It was like and really then, weird. And then you find out though, that like to enter different multiverses, you have to do something weird, which something I thought like, was bizarre, but worked so well, it was, it, which led to so many great, they explained it just enough where it was like, oh, okay. They, they had to, they had to do a, a something so improbable that would unlock like your pathway to the other universe. And then you could like use that person's mind. Yeah. To, you know, for an advantage in the universe you're currently in. But again, there was no spoon feeding here. And I loved that. Oh yeah. Say so when it's like, so here's what you're going to do. You got to do it. Oh, like, uh, one of, yeah. One of my notes is the, the exponent, the exposition in this movie was delivered probably perfectly. Yeah. There was a lot of times where, the heavier stuff was being explained to you, but it was being explained to you through the wife yeah. who had no idea what the fuck was going on. Cause she was us pretty much. Yeah. The, the wife was, was the audience. The, the times where they needed to really explain some heavy shit, like what we just said, the whole unlocking other people's brains thing that was just explained, but it was being explained to the wife. So we could hear it as the audience. Yeah. Textbook. That's but, yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. There was no, yeah. Oh, Tony, this rigatoni. Tony, this exposition. Tony, this this rigatoni. This is going to the Tonys, baby. This is going to the Tonys. Best um, rigatoni. So, so yeah. One of um, the first moments we really see this kick off is when she gets into this multiverse and her husband is like running with her because they're running from Jamie Lee Curtis, who now knows fucking wrestling. And they're like, you have to give yourself paper cuts to unlock your, your wrestling (laughs) version of yourself. So he's like talking into these like Bluetooth headphones. He's like, ah, shit. And he's like trying to give himself paper cuts. It was so funny that they had Bluetooth headphones was like the technology. But again, and then they just tap it and it worked, but it, but it worked for me. Okay. I just want to be really specific. Like, not Bluetooth headphones, like AirPods. Like, 2002 era yeah. phone, the headpieces yeah, people used like to the, wear. Yeah, like those, like... And what made it even funnier is that they had two of them. Yeah, <laughs> they needed two, even though they only tap one. Um, And nobody ever brought it up, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, I, me too. It could have been like a... Um, they could have done like a one-liner in there, like, really? I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis might have brought it up, but she was too focused. Like I was waiting yeah. for her to be like, why the fuck do you have two Bluetooth headsets on? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's 2020. Like, what are you doing? Or whatever year this fucking movie takes place. I don't know. It didn't really yeah. get into it. Um, but anyway, uh, so they wind up, so she winds up learning how to get into these multiverses, and then she like beats the living shit out of Jamie Lee Curtis and like smashes her head through a wall. <laughs> Poor Jamie Poor Lee Jamie. Curtis. And then, uh, yeah, while she's, like, figuring all this out, in her actual universe, 
she's sitting in the car while her husband is explaining why he wants a divorce, <laughs> which I thought well, was great. Well, no, that was another universe that got split. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So she has a choice where she'd either go home. Oh, yeah, because there were the she two can, paths. Yeah, she like, can go home and do her taxes, or she can punch Jamie Lee Curtis in the mouth. And she, so the universe she's in is her punching Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. in the mouth because she rocks her in the fucking nose. Yeah. And yeah. then another universe is created where she just gets in the elevator and takes off. Yeah. So she starts getting, th- she tries to jump to get like Kung Fu skills. Yeah. But she accidentally jumps into the universe where she's just sitting in the RV. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, I like how she, and she keeps getting like headaches. She, she's like, eh, cause she's like not a master at this uh, multiverse jumping yet. So I just think it's funny. Like this guy's pouring his heart out. Like we don't do this anymore. We don't do this. It's getting really hard. And then she's like, eh. and then she just rams Jamie Lee Curtis's head through a fucking sheetrock. And it's like, whoa, poor Jamie Lee, poor Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh man. Um, rip sister. Yeah. RIP. Uh, but I, I do also want to point out that this was probably one of the best like original films I've seen. Oh, in a this long time. this movie is the exact movie we're constantly talking about. Yeah, like, like we're constantly being like, God, I wish they would just come out with an original movie that yep. was shot decently. Yeah, and honestly, I'm shocked it hit every single criteria. Yeah, like I want to say, like it, I wrote this down like verbatim. It, it's like best original film in a while. I had. A shitload of fun watching it. It took a lot of risks, and oh, I really missed that. It was the perfect. I miss when movies take risks, and this took so many, but they were all perfect. What do you and mean? And like- I laughed so fucking hard. I laughed what, so risks. hard. Are you talking about Ratacuni? Yeah, I wrote it down right here. We're gonna talk about Rat Ratacuni Ratacuni in a second. But holy shit, this fucking movie. <laughs> made me laugh my ass off and i haven't laughed in a movie in a long it was time. it was the exact amount of humor that you need like there wasn't a moment where it was like it shouldn't be a joke because yeah. like but it's so sprinkled sometimes like yeah a lot like of a serious moment but they, they're like we're gonna just i think like marvel's the best example of humor that's kind of like hit or miss yeah because marvel almost miss Marvel almost pauses the action to make a joke. Yeah. Where this movie was like interweaving the humor yeah. into the into everything that was going on. And you know what? That reminds me a lot of like, I mean, the first director that comes to mind is like Edgar Wright. Like he does that a lot. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's right in the middle of everything is where his funniest fucking. Yeah. Like Shaun of the Dead when Simon Pegg is just walking through the zombie apocalypse to go to the shop. Yeah, and he doesn't notice anyone. He doesn't notice anyone. It's on the news. Yeah, (laughs) I was actually going to bring up the part where he's like fighting off all these zombies and Queen is playing and he just gets fucking nailed in the head with a dart. And he's like, ah! It's like, like, yeah, it's hilarious, but like I shouldn't be laughing right now. This guy's trying to save his friends. But anyway, yeah. We talk about Edgar Wright all day. One more. What about Hot Fuzz? Oh. When's your birthday? Yeah. yeah. Uh, October 24th. What year? Every, every year. year. Get, Get out. out. Get out. I like how he's sitting there and like the guy, the kid's braces are like blinding <laughs> him. He's like. Even uh, even Baby Driver, which wasn't a comedy, had really funny moments. Well, if you don't see me again, it's because I'm, I'm dead. dead. <laughs> it's because I'm dead. You like that, baby? Mommy and daddy are getting it on. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> or when uh, when John Berthold slaps off Baby's glasses, and two seconds later he puts another pair yeah, on. Right. And John Berthold looks back at him. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Who doesn't like hats?" <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <laughs> who doesn't like hats? <laughs> Why does your tattoo say hat? Who doesn't like hats? It's like, well, it said hate, but if I covered up the e, it would help my parole. No, wow. he said job opportunities. Yeah, yeah, job opportunities. He was hurting my job opportunities. Oh. Well, so now it says hats. Well, do you have a job? Who doesn't like hats? Um. So, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. There was just so much shit that happened. Uh, I, I don't think we're going to be giving the plot any justice. I barely yeah. think we're going to get through it. I know. It's, but they, it's so complicated and it's so messy and it's so yeah. like there's no I mean, we could talk the main plot was that the wife, the the main character, her father kind of disowned her when she decided to go with her husband. And now there's like, you know, the parallel where she's now doing that to her daughter because her daughter has like a girlfriend. So now it's kinda like She's doing the same the, thing. Uh, it's the cycle of abuse. Yeah, that's the and that that's the I, main I, that, theme that wasn't. Here. I, yeah, it was a theme. I wouldn't call that the plot. The plot. Yeah, well, the plot is yeah, no, not the plot. I meant way you know, That's like this is like the main the moral. Yes, that's the theme. Yeah, but and it's it's dressed up. It, yeah. in a crazy clown costume. <laughs> yeah. So now and it's and it's just punching you in the mouth. It turns out that she is now able to do this multiverse thing, but the guy coaching her through it who's like different versions of her husband that's the alpha version yeah there's one universe that started the whole thing they figured out the multiverse thing and they invented the the jumping between universes yeah and now he's like oh but there's someone who like went through every single one and she's dangerous and she wants to like destroy all of the universes and it turns out that it's like her daughter so now she's like oh fuck that's a moral conundrum love moral conundrum so now she's like it's my my little daughter joy that gives you motivation to to not just murder her yep which is the point yep we love it it. yeah so now she's like oh fuck like of course has to be my daughter but why me and they're like because so now she basically has to like, you know, fight her daughter and try to like fucking kill her or whatever. Because um, everyone who has this like multiverse thing, they're all just violent. <laughs> like they're all violent as fuck. And I got to say, there were like some of those like kind of exaggerated like kung fu style fight scenes, which I fucking love. Like when the husband's like beats the shit out of like six security guards with a fanny pack and he like fills the fanny pack with like fish tank rocks, (laughs) zips it up and just starts fucking them up. Yeah. This movie, um, it, 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 where it wasn't being original, it was like, it was kind of paying homage to other things. Yeah. The Kung Fu movie, uh, inspiration was, it was, it was like, yeah, like they, even yeah. even sometimes they would like they would hit one of the guys and dust would fly off them like an yeah. old kung fu movie. I thought that was fucking awesome. And they would like trip them, but they'd do like a triple backflip and like break <laughs> their neck. It's like I, I have a joke that 
um, the Bluetooth headsets turned the husband into Jackie Chan. <laughs> because it was like he would like literally turn into like this master like kung fu movie yeah. character. And um, I'm I need to watch it again to like really cue in to when this was happening. But um, the aspect ratio kept changing. I don't know. Yeah. And and it made for a really cool effect where like the fight scenes would kind of zoom in and like everything would change as it he would turn into like a widescreen movie, like and it would go yeah. like the, and it you know, was done like so well. It for was the like, fo- for the folks at home, aspect ratio is um your height to width. Yeah. And and it would like zone in. It was just yeah, done some, so well. You can tell it changes because the black bars appear on the top and it kind yeah. of squishes it a little. Yeah, like um, which is like a and an homage would, to this kind of. You can see it uh, in Christopher Nolan's movies where he does it wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the Dark Knight's aspect ratio changes about, oh, constantly because he films on regular film and IMAX cameras yeah. for no reason, and it changes the aspect ratio yeah. till so it'll keep doing like, this. Yeah, like it'll be him just like drinking coffee as Bruce Wayne, and it's like. <laughs> Changes. The screen like, is practically changing shapes. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck is going? It's like a, I'm drinking coffee. It's like justice. A, it's like a Play-Doh set. Man, it's like he turns man. into a star for a second. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, um, but yeah, no, that was definitely awesome, and it really helped me like pay attention even more because it makes you think like, oh shit, something's going down right here. And it, it was just it was per- it, it kind of gave it that like shit got real kind of yeah feel to. It. You know what? It's this is a weird example, but just stick with me. No. You remember in the original Pokemon TV show? Yeah. You know when shit got real, yeah, Ash yeah. would turn his hat around. Yeah. Same exact effect. It's like okay, shit's serious, yeah. but it's it's done in a way where I I don't know if you're not like not supposed to notice it or if you're paying attention and like if you're like me, you hyperanalyze movies constantly. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You'll notice it. I mean, anyone can notice it. It's super obvious, but it just gives it that like transforming kind of like yeah. shit just got serious. And he, it, it happens right when he downloads like whatever Kung Fu mind he just downloaded. Yeah. But now keep in mind, though, that the wife in this, she's not a master at this yet. So she's like trying, but sometimes it won't work, but she'll tap the thing anyway. And she'll wind up in a universe where like her fingers are hot dogs. <laughs> And she's just like, and it's like, but you have to deal with that universe for a little. And like, it's, and you have to do something again, so fucking weird to get like kind of greenlit into another universe. And it's just so funny. Like she was talking about to her family, like trying to explain to them. She's like, it's not me. It's like, you know, that movie Rakakuni <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? And you like Rakakuni with the chef and he's got the raccoon on his head pulling his hair and then he's a good chef and he can do it. The you mean ratatouille? And she's like Like with the rat? With the rat? She's like, no, he's got a raccoon on his head. But like then she goes into a multiverse where there's like a Benny Hanna style <laughs> chef who has a raccoon <laughs> pulling his hair to make food. Well, I love it first. Um <laughs> When you first see him, he's just, he's doing the hibachi thing and he's just tearing it up and you just see two little raccoon hands. Yeah. <laughs> and he like gives her a wink. His head. He's like, he's like, uh-huh. But then it kept going back to um, it, I, it went back to Rakakuni, that, that universe so many times. Like he, it felt like it, its own personal movie. It was like a whole B plot. <laughs> 
I'm so shocked. Yeah, they like called animal control because his head <laughs> fell off. It kept going back. And they, I was so shocked. Yeah, and they like took the raccoon away and he was like, no, raccoonie. She like walks in and the raccoon's like, we got to kill her. And he's like, yeah, yeah, the raccoon could talk. It was like, we got to kill her. She's seen too much. Yeah. He like picked up like a hatchet and he's like guiding the guy over to kill her, which is crazy. Like, how did you get Pixar's permission? Oh, you don't need that. Really? No. Yeah. They didn't. They said Ratatouille once. That is true. They said it once, but I mean, that Ratatouille was, was about a rat that um, controls a chef. That was a raccoon controlling a hibachi chef. I mean, I just thought it was so uh, obviously on the fucking nose that they would have needed like some kind of rights to. No, because if anything, it's parody. So yeah, you can kind of do whatever you want yeah, there. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Epic Movie. Shout out to actually a good parody, Spaceballs. Yeah. Right. Disaster movie with Kim uh, Kardashian you know. <laughs> and that other guy. Who? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was fucking hilarious. Um, and yeah, a lot of this movie was like, a lot of it was just bouncing around different universes, but it, it was furthering the plot and... and Again, we just turned this movie off. We just finished it. We both just watched it for the first time. So we're still kind of in shock right now about everything that happened. I mean, I'm definitely going to need to see this movie again. To It's that it's one of those movies. There's some movies you just have to watch more than once. Yeah, and this like, is easily one of them that I would love to watch more than once. Oh, yeah. no. I'm, and, I'm, uh, you know, about halfway in, the credits just roll. <laughs> They just start the credits. It just cuts to black, and the credits just start going. Written, and it was like, oh, directed by, written by, produced by. I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on? And it like pulls out, and you're in like a movie theater. And it was cool because they kind of gave the audience a chance to be like, oh fuck. So it's not really the end. I'm in this, and it it kind of was like, hey, you feel what's going on. Not to that full extent of, you know, no, Rakakuni, no, but, <laughs> but yeah, I really I cried for Rakakuni. Ah. Oh, tears. When he was staring out the back of that cage on the animal control truck, just And the guy's like running after him. Rakakuni. But yeah, I like that they gave you the the little chance there to be like just as confused, like, whoa, what okay. Yeah, that's this movie was fantastic at Again, making you feel shit. Yeah, and it's the risks is what I'm saying. Like, I feel like this was a movie where Hollywood, like, stepped back a little mm-hmm. for once and was like, you know what? Fuck it. Do it. Whatever. And, like, this is the result you get when Hollywood just backs the fuck off. Because you always have those studio execs, Ooh, change this, change that. But... This, you can easily tell that these directors and writers had 100% creative control over all of this. They definitely had, like, final cut of this movie because it was fucking phenomenal. Oh, my God. What? You know what I just realized? What? Do you know Daniel Scheinhardt? Scheinert? He directed it? You recognize that guy? Get the fuck out. Do you recognize him? Oh, my... That's Look, the, yeah, that for those of you who have seen the movie, that's the BDSM guy. <laughs> yeah, there was a universe where this guy was like, he had like a BDSM closet and he would just get ball gagged and get fucking whipped and 
until he'd bust loads and he directed the fucking movie. <laughs> that was dude, the director. Dude, the craziest shit. Again, we just finished this fucking movie. We know like nothing about the anything really. But dude, I was watching this and they put a ball gag in his mouth and like whip him and he just like <laughs> comes and I was like, wow. Like, and in I literally said that in my head. I went, I went, wow. Like, I guess that's cool for that guy. He's in an Oscar winning movie, but. He just comes in his pants real quick, yeah. and he fucking directed <laughs> that was the director. It. What's his name? Daniel Scheinhardt. Scheinhardt. Yeah. Props to you. Yeah. Him you and him and Daniel Kwan. I'm looking up. I want to see. Even though the Oscars don't really fucking mean anything like they used to, but anyway, <laughs> did they ever mean anything? I mean, they were. I thought they were more exciting to watch, and like you know, from when they began up until. Maybe 10 years ago. You know, my problem with them is... Everyone got too woke. No, no, that's not even my problem. My problem with it is that um, I don't like watching a bunch of rich yuppies jerk each other off uh, for like mm-hmm. three hours. Yeah. Or like uh, like it's a, it's a bunch of rich people going, look what this rich person did. Everybody clap. Yeah, it's like... And I, I'm sitting here at home like eating like campbell soup out of the can yeah right with like 30 dollars in my bank account going yeah good yeah, job tom hanks deserved that eh? yeah yeah tom hanks how do you, really how do you even how do you even act bro you know is there anything more like pretentious than the honorary oscar where you weren't even in something <laughs> that year but they just give you an oscar because you're like you know what this that guy, guy. Was a, they gave, i think they gave it to samuel L. jackson like two years ago it's like he was in a lot let's just that, that guy's he was he's Samuel pretty sick. Jackson. He's, he's got pretty sick. You know what? He's gonna get a Tony too, even though the fact yeah. he's not Italian. I'm giving him a fucking. He's an on. He's one of us. But you know what I mean, though. It's like it's like give me a fucking break with that. That's it's just it's Richie Uppies just jerking each other off. Yeah, like, and, it's, and, and they're, you know, they're giving the, each other dude, awards. For and the, they're for all. The, and the crazy thing is, they're not even there for support. They're all only there because they were part of a movie that got fucking nominated. <laughs> The only good thing that's ever come out of award shows is when uh, the guys who made South Park went uh, and yeah. they dropped a bunch of acid. Yo, shout out to Trey <laughs> Parker and Matt Stone for dressing up the as boys and dropping acid. That is so they, funny. They got nominated for uh, also Best Original Song that year and they lost <laughs> to Phil Collins from Tarzan. And now, like to this day, they're like, yeah, fuck Phil Collins. <laughs> Like those are the guys. The I aspire fact that to be South like. Park was even up against Phil Collins. I know, I know, hilarious. Dude, it was, but <laughs> Trey Parker literally said he was like, you know, South Park is kind of like that's the stuff that South Park is against. So if we're gonna go to this, we're just gonna. So they went to dress up as women, but they're like, dude, we should drop acid. And whenever someone was like, what's with the dresses? They had this thing where they were just like, it's such a magical night. <laughs> That was our only answer the whole night. And then they like <laughs> fell asleep or some shit, or they started coming down off the acid when they were like, when their category was up. And then Phil Collins won, and they're like, fuck this. And I think they just left. <laughs> After all that. Yeah. Fuck. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about what the, where the fuck were we with this? I mean, much like the movie, we we're all over the place. Yes. Uh, there was a part like, oh yeah, that we were talking about the director was the BDSM guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's going through all these universes and you know, she's like learning more and more and becoming, she's like, the whole thing is she's really just trying to become stronger to like kind of overpower the daughter. 
because the daughter makes her first appearance as the villain and she's like impossible to defeat. There's like a bunch of security guards there and they're like the cop. And he was like, you can't be here. She's like, what do you mean? I can't be here because physically I am here. And then she like turns him into a salsa dancer. No, he turns the, she turns him into confetti. Yeah, he throws up <laughs> confetti, and then his head explodes into confetti. Yeah, she, like, flicks him, and he turns into confetti. Yeah, and then the security guard, she, like, turns into a salsa dancer, and he's, like, dancing with her. And then the <laughs> other cop, like, shoots him, like, five times, and he's like... <laughs> it was so funny. He just, I was like, did he just shoot him because he's a salsa dancer? Like, that guy yeah. really hates salsa dancers? Yeah, and then she, like... Two giant dildos appear in her hands, and she fucking beats the shit out of the security guard with these dildos. Like, blood's flying out of his mouth. It's like, she's fucking him up. And she, you know, and then, you know, she's got, like, pink hair, and then someone taps her on the shoulder. And she doesn't even turn around. She moves the back of her hair out of the way, and then her face is there. Like, she's just, again, everywhere. She she Voldemort's. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was, like, just like an amoeba. And it was like, holy shit, like, you yeah, know, so and now her, you have this lady who's just learning this stuff. And it's like, how is she supposed to beat this? Yeah, her power is that she can bend reality. Because, yeah. And so, I, you know, we're, we're, we're going to start getting into spoiler territory. So I just want to say, if you haven't seen it, we highly recommend it. Yeah. And there's nothing we can really say that would spoil the experience, but. We're probably getting towards the parts where that are really gonna, you know, yeah, we like, talked about some funny shit, but we're really gonna, you know, there's still funny shit. Don't worry. Still oh, there's a lot. Shit. Um, there's a lot of funny shit in this, but, um, what was I about to say? I don't know. You said <laughs> we're gonna get into spoilers, and then you fucking didn't say anything. I'm just saying that this is the point of the movie. I mean, we've already spoiled the daughter being the bad guy, but that's. Yeah, well, that's kind of early. Yeah, but you don't know what happens. Ooh. Hashtag hail bagel. Hail bagel. So let's Do jump it. into that. Do I it. Get- Do it. Hail bagel. Hail, hail bagel. bagel. Uh, so yeah, I guess we'll dive into the bagel because that's. I I feel like the bagel wasn't as big of a subplot as it was. It was kind of like. I feel like it meant to be bigger. It was. I think it was like a means to an end. Like the whole thing with the bagels that she created the bagel so it's like a black bagel yeah she poured so she experiences every universe at the same time which is a headache yeah and so and it fucks her up and she's all evil because of it and so she takes all that and she puts it onto a onto a bagel yeah and the bagel turns black and it turns into like a black hole and it's like spinning but Shit then just gets sucked into there's it. like a there's like a cult around it now, and they all yeah. worship the bagel, hail bagel, hail bagel, and I it didn't really come up very often. It kind of came up once when she the mom almost got sucked into it at first, yeah, and then later on it, she reveals that she created it so she can just dive into it and hopefully it just fucking kills her. Yeah. Cuz she's tired of experiencing every universe. Yeah, so at the same she figures time. I think if she could just throw everything in there and then just fucking jump in, it'll just Yeah, it'll destroy it all. Yeah. Um which is crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um also uh totally 100% how a teenager would deal with it. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just going to like jump into a black hole yeah, and die. I experience everything at all once, so uh, I'd like to kill myself. Yeah, I'm just going to kill myself. And then she tries to drag the mom with her. 
And basically- The mom is kind of the source of her problems. That, and she was like, I didn't want to go into it alone, so I, I dragged you with me. Because she, at some point, she reveals that, like, I wasn't trying to get to you so I could kill you. I was getting to you so you could see what I see. Yeah. Because nobody else can really experience what I'm experiencing. And Which is, I think, kind of why the mom was the chosen one out of everyone. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think there was also, the the dad also played a big part he of did. that. I, I mean, I he think, was kind of like the trainer. Yeah, I feel like he was, in a way, like, also the chosen one. Yeah. Because while the mom is the one, like, doing all the fighting, he kind of teaches her how to fight better. Yeah. And he's also, like, in a van, by the way, in the <laughs> Alphaverse. Like, it seems like he created this. Oh, the, I'm not even talking about the Alpha. Yeah, but, I, I'm, no, but I'm just saying, like, you know... Yeah, he was like he did have a big part in coaching her through all this, but I'm just saying too, like he's in the Alpha verse in like a van and like a high speed chase <laughs> the whole time, and he's like, "We got it!" Ah! Like it seems like he's kind of the inventor of the metaverse, uh, multiverse. Yeah, almost. he was a uh, well. So their family was very involved with it. it was yeah, her. I think. I think the mom invented it. Um, the daughter obviously was subjected to it. She was like the best one that's ever done it. Yeah. And then the dad, um, he had some kind of role in it. Like the grandfather is like the leader of the alpha world. Yeah. Like all that kind of shit. Um, so I think it was their whole family unit was like involved in that. But yeah, so now the wife is kind of, she was like kind of being trained and yeah. And then the daughter was like, I don't want to go into this by myself. I want you to experience what I'm experiencing. And then, the mom kind of realizes to this sounds tacky but like it was done pretty well she kind of stops fighting and she starts fighting with kindness to try to make all of this right so when like yeah she realizes that fighting it like fire with fire that whole thing yeah she has to like it's smarter for her to fight them off being like nice to them yeah so she like you know, the daughter sets up like this army kind of to defeat the mom. But then the mom like finds out through the other universes what all of these people like. I mean, that was like the big thing. That's why a lot of the time she's just hopping to these weird different places, but it ties in at the end because she's like, oh, I've seen all these people before. Like, I know what they like. So she kind of like. Yeah, the, I I think I noticed that there was really. I think there was like a total of like 10 actors in this movie. Yeah, like, but they were the, all just different. The, yeah, the cast versions. was so small because they could keep taking the same people and, and like planting them somewhere else because there's multiple versions of everyone. Yeah. So like the raccoon guy had the raccoon guy in the universe that has the raccoon, but he also has like the cult member version of him. It's yeah. like trying to beat the shit out of her. But also something I have to bring up is there is a scene where she actually convinces the family like this is real <laughs> and she's in a fight scene. But then by some something happens where the guy she's fighting, they both lose their kung fu powers. So they're like beating the fuck out of each other. And then like something glitches or they like they, oh, s- they, they slapped oh. each other in the head. Yeah. And their headphones fall out. It was something. it either turned they, them off yeah. or something about her getting like them getting hit in the head hard enough. It kind of knocked the other mind out. 
Yeah, and then they just started like cat fighting. <laughs> but then they're like, "Oh, we have to do something weird to get our powers back." And they both see that butt plug shaped award <laughs> on Jamie Lee Curtis's desk, and we're like, "Oh god, no, they wouldn't do that." So and then the guy just starts unbuckling his pants, getting ready to shove this award up his ass. And as they're both fighting over it, a security guard leaps out of fucking nowhere with his asshole out. It was blurred, which I also thought was fun. They just censored this naked dude. And got to keep that PG-13 rating. Unless it was R. I don't fucking know. But he's like holding his ball sack up and he's like jumped up in like this cannonball position. And, it, you know, I got a pen right here. And he's just coming in and he's like, yeah, and he just goes boom and lands right on this fucking butt plug. And he turns into a fucking karate master and he's like, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Uh, it was rated R. But it um, was. Yeah, yeah it had to be. I, I love it. Then halfway through the fight, the other guy shows up with a different trophy up his ass. Yeah, he shows up with something else up his ass. Like he shows up and he like Captain Morgan's the guy's leg, yeah, and you like, just see the the trophy hanging out of his ass. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And then they both start fighting each other, and as they're both about to jump onto the wife, she like they both go to leap like at her, but she ducks and grabs both of the bases of the awards and just rips them both out of their assholes, and they just fucking like. <laughs> and it was like and she's like and it's like dude that's so fucking funny and it's like and it's the fact so that this is like weird and the fact that this is like just your which is what they wanted this average middle-aged asian woman running a laundromat that's when i realized like oh that's why it's a laundromat they're making them this basic asian mm-hmm. family just making them as plain as possible bills are piling up they got irs meetings the husband wants a divorce it's like the daughter's a lesbian. It's like all of the problems seem kind of like mom and grandpa don't like lesbians. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we've seen this kind of run of the mill thing before, but now it's like, Oh, that's why you did that. Because now it's, you're taking this family and putting them through such an extraordinary story where you're like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with generic. If it's used in the right way. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. It was used fucking perfectly. Like as soon as she ripped those, I um, blood plugs out and like gagged. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is fucking brilliant. I I have a point to to go off of that, but first yeah. I just wanted to point out that way earlier in the movie, like an hour before any of this happened, um, Jamie Lee Curtis, the awards that he's talking about are on her desk. They're her awards. Yeah, they are real. And we're watching, and I go, "What's with the butt plugs on her desk?" Like they're like displayed out yeah. for a couple scenes. And then at some point, she's like, you see these awards? You get there, Bob. You got to see a lot of blah, blah, You got to be a good auditor to get these awards. And we're like, man, those look like blood plugs. I wrote it right here with a question mark after it. And And then then, as soon as it starts, Charlie goes, are they going to bring back the butt plugs? (laughs) Or what'd you say? You were like, is this going to be like a a thing? Like, (laughs) Yeah, because then you see the guy in the the director cameo in the BDSM closet. And it's like, there's more butt plugs There's more butt plugs. What the fuck? And then I wrote it here, right here. It says more butt plugs. And then once the guy, I've got it right shoved, here. Yeah, I've got it right I got here. It, no, I got it right here. I got and then right ready. The notes. And then once the guy shoves it up his ass, I just wrote parallel, parallel, parallel. Yeah, uh, yeah that was th- this movie did callbacks perfectly. Yeah, whenever like, like I know we've brought it up in an episode before. Go listen to the other episodes if you haven't. But I know that we've talked about callbacks on the show before. Yeah, and this movie 
did them so perfectly. Aced it. Like the raccoon thing that you didn't see coming. Yeah. The butt plug it was thing like, you didn't see coming. The butt plug thing. Um, I, I can't even think of like the. There was, a, uh, there was the, so much the, in this the, movie. The There's... pinky uppercut kept coming up. Yeah. At some point she, she like she travels to, a, she looks for a multiverse. Like as she's like downloading minds and like skill sets, some of them start getting weirder and weirder. Because she starts finding like really niche, far away universes. Yeah. And she finds one where it, I think it was an offset of the Kung Fu one. She downloads like a Kung Fu one and then she downloads another one where that Kung Fu person only trained their pinkies. Yeah. And she has <laughs> so like biceps her, on her pinkies. <laughs> pinkies had a little bicep. And then she cuts back and she goes, bing. She just starts uppercutting yeah. people <laughs> and like jamming it into people. And they're like, like sonic booms are yeah. flying off them she and they're flying away. this guy with her pinky and he flies up to like the second floor of this building and as he's coming down right when he gets level with her she like pinkies him <laughs> down into the ground he's like <sighs> and then all the way right up to the last fight she she pinkies her daughter right in the face yeah <laughs> like knocks her off her feet um <laughs> but yeah so anyway to kind of sum up the basic plot I would just say, like, just go watch it. Well, yeah, but, you know, she's, she's like, fighting with kindness, and her daughter's, like, walking up the stairs slowly to she's go trying to the dive bagel. into the donut. Oh, yeah, to the bagel. Yeah, yeah she's like, donut. I'm going, but she's got to, like, help all these people for, like, not help, but, like, defeat. So she's like, oh, you like BDSM? Here's a ball gag. And she, like, spanks him and moves him out of the way. Yeah, like, and she, like be- finds be- the next guy. Beating them up wasn't really doing anything, so the the... The husband gives a big long monologue, which was fantastic. I yeah, love that was, monologue was great. Yeah, he was like, "Why are we fighting?" And it was like Why? a bunch of different versions of him all contributing to the monologue. Yeah, even though they didn't really know it. Um, and it was kind of like a love triumphs in the end kind of yeah motif. But again, without it getting jammed down your yeah, throat. Us saying it sounds corny as fuck. Yeah, but watching the- it was not corny in the slightest. No. We're just two, like, emotional douchebags. Yeah, so, like, basically. So, like, or did I say emotional? Yeah. I meant emotionless. Yeah. I'm a- <laughs> so, I meant emotionless. Right. Listen, this is the degenerate podcast, right? Say, this isn't the, the cool guy. Uh- <laughs> you didn't see it because I was kind of sitting behind you and we were watching this. One line in this movie, I wrote down a tear... Was, was starting to yeah. start. I was kind of holding it back. Dude, I it, was kind of choked this up. This scene where she was like the movie star version of herself, and she sees like her husband oh, yeah. went to like America by himself or something because like that was just the path. Like they didn't go together, and he became successful. And like as she's like trying to like throw herself at him, he was like, "Don't like tease my heart like this. Like if this is something you want, think about it." And then he like smokes a cigarette walks away into the rain and turns around to her and goes he goes just so you know i would have loved just doing laundry and taxes with you and then he just like flips his cigarette and just walks away and i was like this guy's unconditional love for his wife is heartbreaking and the fact that like he's bringing up a divorce what a fucking this because he just knows that she just doesn't reciprocate that to him and he's still a stand-up guy at the end of the movie she like starts bashing the windows of her laundromat she's like fuck this place i hate this place and then he comes in with like a broom he's like i got it i got it like he's just everything about this fucking guy is perfect he um 
the a lot of the movie it painted him because because his wife looked at him like this. We're, a we're pussy. yeah, we're really put into the wife's shoes in this movie. So we see everything the way she's. So a lot of the movie he was portrayed as like a wimp and like weak and and kind of like wimpy. But if you kind of pay attention, he kind of talks them out of a lot of situations. And he kind of yeah, like, he saves their whole family. He got several ja- times. He got Jamie Lee Curtis to lay off with the whole taxes thing. Yeah. they're they're like she's like, oh, I should have you, so, you know, fined for for fraud and this this and that. And he kind of talks her down, all while the wife's not paying attention, so we don't really hear what he's saying. Yeah, which I kind of like. Yeah, oh yeah, because we're we're really experiencing this movie through her, like yeah, for the whole entire thing. And even at the end, after she smashes all the windows, it's because Jamie Lee Curtis shows up with the cops. Yeah, and, she's and like, there they are again. He talks her down a second time, and in it's front like, of the cops, and he gets the cops to unhandcuff his wife. Yeah, and then. The point of his monologue, well, not, I don't know the point, but part of his monologue is about how his, the wife may see him as weak, but he's actually. Damn, we almost made it without the garage opening. Rob, your love for this garage. Come on, Rob. We need, doing, we, need Rob? An, we need an intervention. Fucking I'm leaving this in. All right, anyway. <laughs> um, shit, uh, what was I supposed to <laughs> Fuck. You're saying uh, that uh, he got Jamie Lee Curtis to lay off. Oh, he's, so then part of his monologue oh is... Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 yeah, my phone. Um, part of his monologue is about how what she sees as weakness is really just his way of fighting. Yeah. Where he's like, that's just how I learned how to survive, is like, they're being nice. Yeah. And... That becomes that becomes circle. how she defeats. You know, that's how they solve all the issues. And part yeah. of his monologue is like, you know, why why are we fighting? And he's like yelling at all these henchmen that are pointing guns at them. Yeah, he's like, why are we fighting? You know, like the only thing I know is that we have to, you know, kindness. Even like especially when we're all scared and confused, we need to be kind. And I was yeah. like, this is fucking rad. Yeah, <laughs> this is this, this is the shit. And it fucking works. And then like at the end. You know, the mom grabs the daughter and the girlfriend and runs them over to her dad, the grandfather. And she goes, this, you know, it is my daughter's girlfriend. And he just yeah. like has a, stroke. He has a stroke. He's like, girlfriend? Gay? 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 And, and it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Just get the fuck it. Just. To go somewhere I like, else. Yeah, she they like the mom and the daughter takes off. She's like, oh, I can't believe you. And she like takes off running. And the mom's like, wait. But I said what you wanted me to say to him. You're still mad at me. And then they run off and they start having their moment. But then it cuts back to the grandfather staring at the girlfriend, like <laughs> and he's still mid-stroke. Like <laughs> it's like And he goes and like and he just goes in Chinese, girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. And then she and goes, puts a hand on her shoulder, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I SpongeBob. <laughs> you know what? I think it's really important for that joke for you to realize he didn't actually have a stroke. Yeah, he didn't have a stroke. <laughs> There's just what is the actor's name? I know he's. I don't know. He's he's decently shit. famous. I, I know he's been in a lot of shit, but it, he's aged in a way where one side of his body is just drooped, like, and it, the way the way the angle was, his just fucking face. Yeah, like, it's a girl, gay, gay, gay. gay. Woke no, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So what I kind of like too is that she does this whole thing. Like she drags both the kids over. She's like, "This is my daughter, and this is my daughter's girlfriend." And it's like 
still not enough for the daughter. She still just storms out. And it's like, okay, well, now what? And then, you know, the mom goes out. And she's like, I thought, what the fuck? And she's like, I just need to be away for a little bit. I just need to get out for a little bit. And it was like, oh, okay. And then it shows all the different universes of her mom just starting to let go a little bit and just become a a fucking balanced parent without yeah she just goes all right and like let's go over yeah she just lets go and like that's and it's represented by her walking into the bagel yeah i thought was kind of funny like a lot (laughs) a lot of the emotional moments in this movie are supported by the jokes the rocks which is talk about the rocks yeah i'll get there but uh, like it's just the fact that the bagel was a joke, but it's all it's inter it's weaved into the the plot, so yeah. it's still an important plot point. So it's she, a fucking bagel, <laughs> they're fighting over a giant spinning bagel, and then she's like stepping into the bagel, like just let me go, but it's still just a bagel, <laughs> and it's just fucking yeah, it's perfect. like you stop thinking about it as a joke though, because it's so emotional. emotional. Yeah, but it's so intertwined with the plot where it's like you don't even question the fact that it's a bagel. Yeah, you're just like, fuck, is she going to go into Because you're like, that's the joke, but it's still an important piece of the story. Yeah. Like, it's just perfect. The Rock scene, uh, yeah, The Rock Johnson makes an appearance. In yeah, this. Dwayne, Dwayne the Rocks, the Rocks Johnson famed, got my rocks off with Johnson. Famed Black Adam actor from episode two. two? Yeah, episode two. two. Which you haven't listened to? Go do it. I'll kill you if you don't. Oh boy. Um, no. So there's a scene where one of the universes, they're like, they're like, they go, they they turn into rocks, and they're two rocks sitting next to each other on like a canyon. Which, real quick, I liked because it was like your breathe moment. Yeah, it, it, it was, was right. At, absurd. It was right at the height of some crazy shit. Like she yeah. was like jumping from universe to universe, like. Freaking everybody yeah, and out. then there were just two rocks at like the Grand Canyon. Just Complete like, silence, just like, like this. Just a breeze, a light breeze. Yeah, and uh, they explain that in in most universes, life didn't get a chance to form, so they just exist as rocks. Yeah, <laughs> and so they're sitting next to each other, and I the the biggest part of me for that scene was that's the moment where I was like, okay, the writing in this is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, because they're rocks. They can't speak, and all the dialogue is happening through subtitles. And I can still hear the characters' voices. Yeah, in the writing, I can. Yeah, I can like, hear it. And I, that, that was, was also so, the universe they chose to, like, sit and have a moment to, to, to have, have that, that moment. moment. Yeah, not like, like they're both not like covered in blood, fighting bad guys. Like, listen, just, I just. They're just fucking rocks on a cliff with subtitles, and like, and it's so peaceful, and the view is beautiful. The mom, like, the mom's cracking jokes, yeah, and they um, like uh, the daughter says something, and the mom says language, and she's like, "Oh come on!" She goes, "I'm just, it was a joke, it was a joke, I'm kidding." Yeah. She's like, "I'm joking." It was a fucking joke, yeah, it was a fucking joke, <laughs> and it's all in subtitles. Yeah, it's, it's just quiet, fucking there's hilarious. A, there's not a peep. There's not even the sound of a breeze. There's no like. And then when you think that that's sh- that's just the moment, later on in the movie, they go back to being rocks. Yeah. <laughs> they go, they back, go back again. again. And the mom, there's a big thing where the dad puts googly eyes and everything and it annoys the fuck out of the mom. But um, at that moment when she's kind of learning how to, she turns to the husband and she goes, I'm learning how to fight like you. 
So then it comes back to the rocks and the rock spins around and it's got two googly eyes on it. And the daughter rock is like, no, get away from me. And the rock just starts sliding towards her. Yeah, like, they just start like, like, inching like a, like a snail race. She's like trying to catch up. But then as she learns to let go, she lets go in all universes. And then like the daughter rock flings itself off a cliff. And it's like, you just got to let, which I liked because I don't know if I'm thinking too deep. It's like, I mean, I'm not a parent, but it's like, you know, you got to let your children go. You got to let them experience shit, even if they fall down and get hurt and get banged up on the <laughs> way, which that's where I saw that biggest thing as the the rock, because that's also when they were rocks, that's when they had that moment. And what better example than throwing a rock down a cliff and be like, yeah, you're going to fall down. You're going to get hurt. You know? It should be said that immediately after the the mom rock follows, like kind of like. She doesn't like completely let go of her. She kind of like lets go for a minute. And in in the real where they're people, it's it's shown as the mom actually takes that moment to confront the daughter about all the bullshit she does. Yeah. And I thought that was a pretty important like yeah, note yeah. of the movie where confrontation is good for you. And like a, oh, a lot yeah. of the reason the family has so many problems is because they bottle shit up inside. Yeah, like, I like how it wasn't just the daughter being like, this, this, and this. Come on, mom. Like, be right. And then the mom's like, okay, sweetie, I'm sorry. And then hugs her. But then she goes, well, you know what? Mom's like, you never fucking call me. You just (laughs) fucking show up when you need shit. I just give you free food all the fucking time. And it's like, yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Like, you know, like, again, you and me continue to say this. If you don't have conflict in a movie, you don't have a fucking movie. Well, even a step beyond, as we always talk about how confrontation isn't a fucking bad thing. And this movie, it's a big, giant point at this point. It's a really quick point, but it is there. Yeah. Where the only way they can get past their problems is if they confront each other on the problems. And that's when they all start healing and they come back together as a family. When they all just kind of go, fuck it. Like, nothing matters. You're a bitch. Fuck you. This, this, and that. Fuck all this nonsense. um, That confrontation, even though it kind of like was tough for them to say, that kind of rips the bandaid off and lets the healing start. Where like, like okay, I got that off my chest. Now we can just like exist together. Start. I can not start over, but can we just like you know? Yeah, I can. I can. I can stop you know feeling this way around you because I got it off my chest. Yeah, weight lifted, and uh, I thought that was like a really important message yeah it's really dope to see like it's like a yeah and then she you know learned to love the husband because i think not that she got tired of fighting but i think just going through all those universes she was like holy fuck well she finally saw her husband for what he is yeah she finally stopped viewing it as weakness and started seeing it as just a different strategy yeah and like a strength and it ends up being the winning strategy like that's um that's how they win by fighting the way the dad fights where it's like not even really fighting. Like, yeah, it's which, and, and it was, it was, it was pretty deep. Cause like she wasn't not fighting. She was still hitting them. Yeah. So there was like a, a kind of like a, it was like, I'm doing this for your own good. Yeah. She like, like she, I'm not going to hurt you. Just get out of my she way. She did it enough to defend herself, which yeah. I think is an important note. Cause the dad doesn't exactly roll over and take everything. Yeah. But, um, like they gave him a little backbone. He was the one who was filing for divorce. Yeah. You know, he's the one that confronts Jamie Lee Curtis. He, yeah. He stands up to the, the, yeah, he's group not of just a guys. total rollover. So there's, there's like, you know, there's, there's some merit to that where you, you push back as much as you have to, but ultimately 
she disables them by giving them what they want and like yeah showing them some love so it's like a quick push like get away from me okay i'm gonna yeah I'm gonna do something to you and it was and it was a great including that one guy where she he made him she made him come yeah <laughs> right in his pants <laughs> And then uh, I still don't know what that guy actually because one of the extras is just when she like gives them everything they want. They she like sprays the redneck with his like dead wife's perfume. Yeah. But then one of the guys is just laying there in the fetal position going like, oh, oh, it's like, wait, what the fuck did she do to him? I don't know. Maybe we missed it. No, I, I was definitely watching. At that point, my eyes were glued. I have no idea. What what did um, what did. So how did it end again? She had the moment with the daughter, but then, oh yeah. So they go to their next IRS appointment <laughs> and then like, you know, they're just, they're just talking civilized. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is like, okay, good news. You're listening to me. Bad news is you're not really listening to me. What you guys have to start doing. And then she kind of fades out. She zones out again. And you're in the wife's head and she's like, and you start to hear all those different multiverses come in. And then Jamie Lee Curtis goes, are you listening to me? And she goes, I'm sorry, what did you say? And then that's when it ends. They set up uh, the big Marvel sequel. So oh, tune God, in next please summer. Please don't do a fucking sequel of this movie. I'm begging you, please don't. Just, just accept it. You won the Oscars. You did, you, you know, you swept <laughs> You them, won. And you, you won also, and By the way, a box office hit. It wasn't just like one of those really under the radar. It's an Academy movie. You, you lucked out with both. And it's fucking hilarious. And I'm going to watch it five more fucking times. Yeah, you know what was funny was... Um, when but real, real quick, I just want to say at oh, the yeah? end, when she does, she goes, I'm sorry, what did you say? And then it ends. That's her now doing the same thing as the daughter living with all those multiverses mm, now. Yep. But now she's like, it was worth this because I can kind of control it. And even if I have to live with the consequence of hearing all this shit in my head every day, I'm closer with my family. Yeah, I think as the mom, she's just better at yeah. managing all that. Yeah. Um. Better than an outraged teen lesbian. So Damn saying, outraged teen lesbians. Yay! <laughs> giving grandpa a stroke. Uh, what were you saying, though? What was it? Oh, when we first decided to do this movie, you came to me and you said, we agreed to do it, but you were like, yeah, I'm reading some reviews, and it's like, there's some mixed ones in there. Yeah. I don't know what morons were giving this movie I, a bad I'll fucking review. show you. I just, I just went, well, because obviously I, I fucking just IMDB shit. Because um, I, I wanted to see, because I know we said that, you know, the Oscars were, you know, the Oscars were hot. We're like, yeah, why don't we just do a fucking Oscar movie? And then, of course, this everything everywhere fucking swept the whole thing. And I was, um, But yeah, someone. It, just, said, it really goes to show that you really can't please everybody. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not going to read this whole fucking thing. But the funny someone part. said, I'll just sum it up. They gave it a four out of 10. They said, it's like a typical pretentious concept driven sci-fi fantasy movie paper over the lack of plot with a concept and developments that are so radical and in your face that viewers are fooled into thinking there's something clever when there isn't. Oh, he's one of them. Uh, there's women in my video games, so that makes it woke, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Someone said a pointless, a pointless bucket of tedious sophomoric visual metaphors. Shut the fuck up with your <laughs> vocabulary, by the way. Oh, are these like critics? 
These are just fucking assholes on IMDb. Oh, have you ever read the critic reviews? They're fucking hilarious. Yeah, they're like, well, the... They, yeah. It is like these guys don't care about movies. They just care about showing you the fact that they own a thesaurus. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. If you, it's like stop you ever want to sound. read some funny shit, read IMDb critic reviews. It's like, oh, this movie was over pretentious and superfluous, and yeah. uh, oh, I was yeah. feeling very melancholy. Yeah, well, big like, words. Uh, some guy said I had to force myself to see the entire film. It's like, well, that's what you do during a fucking movie. He goes, it was painful. I feel cheated. I had out to of- shackle myself <laughs> to the movie seat. <laughs> he goes, I feel cheated out of what could have been. Perhaps one director. What would have could made have it. been? Yeah, yeah would have made mo- it. They did, did everything. everything. Why didn't Thanos show up and, and Rakakuni? They did, did do, do everything. everything. Rakakuni. He goes, perhaps, perhaps one director would have made a difference. Don't know. Won't ever know. It's a self-indulgent mess. Self-indulgent. The f- like, get the fuck out of here. Whatever, bro. I, I thought, thought it was, it was fucking fun. great. You know, there's no I, doubt. There's no, and you know, we're brutally honest. I mean, what what did you not like about this movie? I think I do have some notes. I we noticed to dive in. Uh, no, I I did notice <laughs> there was at some point a gigantic, ugly CGI building that caught yeah. my eye. Yep, yep, yep. That, that'll um, happen. The girlfriend character was kind of like that annoying whiny white woman trope. Yeah. Um, she was like. In the beginning of the movie, she was super pissed for absolutely no reason. Like the, I know, like the her and the mom don't get along, but like it was like over the top. Like the mom pops out and she's like, "Oh hi," and she's like, "Hi, uh, Evelyn, yeah. oh, Mrs. Wong." I, I mean, and it's like, go break your own kneecaps. Yeah. Um, but she never. She like showed up like three times in the movie. So, it, it, and then she she did kind of calm down. Yeah. Um. I think the waterboarding thing can get a little... It was a little intense. It was very quick, very fast. And it was like a lot. But it kind of leveled out after a certain point. Yeah, once point. you kind of knew what was going on. But also, yeah. it's like, how else do you jump into this? Because, again, they want you to be that Oh, no, I, I, I love that it just got right into it. There's yeah. no opening. There's no intro. It just opens up to them in the apartment, and they're just doing shit. Yeah. It was, it was very refreshing to not sit... There yeah, for like and and just stare at Lions Gate for an hour and a half. Yeah, right. Oh, that's who made this. That's great. Yeah, it just jumps in. I think the the studio logo popped up once. Yeah, because I mean, obviously they were probably like just got their funding for this, and it was like, all right, well, fuck it, whatever. Um, I thought the daughter character did kind of get a. Anno- she was kind of fucking yeah. annoying. Yeah. But I, uh, but it was, I, I I think it was, it was, it it kind of felt like intentional annoyance. Yeah. Cause like she's annoying, like a teenager's annoying. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. And you know what it is? Like I noticed all these things, but part of me was just so blown away by this fucking movie. I was so easily able to just like kick it to the curb. Yeah. Like I was like, yeah, this daughter is starting to get on my fucking nerves. I also felt like the ending started to get a little long. But I was just it definitely like, dragged in a couple parts. There was a point in the middle where I was like, "Okay, it's kind of yeah, we get it. Things are happening. You know, it's weird. like it it just started to drag its feet a little. Yeah, there's a lot of universes. Uh huh. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it was a little repetitive at times. Like yeah. I, I, as much as I appreciated the callbacks, it did yeah. cut back to a lot. It's like not to really compare these two, but you know the movie Click. Yeah, with Adam Sandler, where you know. In that middle chunk of the movie, it just keeps going, I'm on autopilot. It's like, okay. I know, man, because things <laughs> keep going. Yeah. Like, let's kind of, you know, what else? What's next? 
But yeah, I was easily able to kind of ignore these things. His movie was well. Just- we, we've said it before that a lot of the things we criticize movies for wouldn't be as big of an issue if it wasn't stacked with all the other bullshit. Yeah, the fact that this movie was so perfectly uh, set up by everything else, what little flaws there were, you barely notice because. You know, the cinematography, the writing. Yeah, the, the technical the, aspect of this movie was fucking insane. Perfect. It was yeah. perfection. Uh, you know, there was really very rare CGI moments that you're just kind of like, what? I actually, I know that um, uh, the, the, the hot dog fingers, th- that, that's practical. Those are giant gloves. I saw a video of Jamie Lee Curtis taking the glove off. Oh, really? And it's, it's fucking hilarious. She's like, and it like flies off with the yeah, hot dog that, fingers. Yeah, it didn't look CGI. No, that, those were, that was and like I'm, big dude, rubber I'm, hands. I'm a sucker for practical effects. Oh, it, it you can't, I love, you can't, well, you, again, you can't even compare why, them. I know. That's why like, even with like older movies, again, like, you know, I, I am, I fucking love Indiana Jones. I, I, but that's just a perfect example is like those practical effects. Like, it's just like, even if. They look kind of like tacky now or whatever. It's like it, there's a real there's a real movie feel. It's not just yeah hey, we'll do it in post. It's like people made that people. It's did this it's shit, really you know? really it's, hard and takes a lot of time to make CG look as real as yeah. possible and practical. You don't have to make it look real. It is real. Yeah, that's the you thing can't too. like. You can you can spend thirty hours and thirty million dollars making an explosion look real. Or you could just blow something up. Yeah, like, blow some shit up. And then on top, and the, the I think the best use of CGI is when you put it over practical effects. Yeah. I think, I think that's really the, I, a good example. Uh, you ever heard about the Star, the Star Wars remakes? No. The original Star Wars, it did look goofy. A lot of the shit looked really goofy. But a lot of the original Star Wars looked fantastic because they're, they used minis. They used like. They built, like, the Death Star was, like, a big set made out of, like, you know, um, all the shit. All the spaceships were little toy spaceships, and they just filmed them really up close, so they looked really big. And then everything else, they just kind of built props. But when George Lucas filmed the prequel trilogy, he remastered the originals, and he added a bunch of CGI. But it was 1990s CGI, and it looked fucking awful some yeah. of it some yeah, of it looked 90, okay dude 90 cgi was some of it looked okay but terrible. some of it looked fucking atrocious which is crazy because it's like you know what like you know what else had 90 cgi jurassic park yeah but a lot of practical in that too that that is true they, they built, built a, a fucking, fucking t-rex. t-rex yeah or jaws jaws they built a shark yeah like, they built like 10 they just kept sinking. Although, if you've ever seen it outside of water, it looks fucking ridiculous. I know. It's like... <laughs> Gay! It, it, yeah, it looks like Grandpa having a stroke. Gay! Well, I don't know. Anyway, I recommend this fucking movie. Yeah, go see it. Big it's, time. It, it deserves the award, as tacky yeah. as awards are. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, it fucking... Was, exceeded, exceeded my expectations a lot. But, anyway... Check out the movie. Follow us on Instagram at the Degenerates One Thousand. We have a Twitter yeah, that we- is uh, at Sabia Springs, which is just the Degenerates, but we can't get that. Yeah, Twitter won't <laughs> profile. Let us, so we did Sabia Springs. That's S A B I A Springs. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah, tune in. We're on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and uh, give us a like. Give yeah, us a give follow. Us a like, a follow. Ratings, Tell your friends. If we want to get serious, ratings are huge. If you could please, if you like what we're doing, please give us ratings because ratings will shoot us up and get us seen by other people. That's what not we that want. we don't love you people, but what do you mean? I'm not getting into this. Uh, I mean, episode one, you people go you listen. People. It was yeah. fantastic. It was our first try, but it was funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. It that was. movie was terrible. It was so fucking That bad. movie stunk. But anyway, thanks for listening. I'm Charlie. I am gay grandpa. Why can't you just ever say Keegan? Every time we sign out, I'm like, I'm Charlie. And you're like, I'm dead. I'm the BDSM guy. Oh, boy. All right. I'm going to go put a ball gag in his mouth. So <laughs> oh, tune in next fuck. week, folks. Oh, yeah. Let's do it, daddy. Oh, boy. Bye. Bye. Bye.